Welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at Talk on Twitter slash X at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It got all roasty toasty in Brazil as the final five brought their comedy to the stage. So who felt the fire of a fierce and feisty lipstick for their lives? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Brazil. And here with me is the fiery Nasty Queen. How are you? I am good. I'm excited to talk about this. I know this was a fun episode and I think you're a fun person to have on it because you're pretty funny yourself. Thank you. Even though I don't think so, I always say like I can be funny if I'm not prepared, but if I have to prepare, I'll, I'll probably be the one that sucks. Well, that's what some of these bitches were saying the same thing. Like I can't prepare. I'm not funny or off the cuff. Wow, yeah. comedy works. You're inherently funny. <laughs> All right, friends, pronunciations. I apologize. I think I'm on like a 60 something day streak on Duolingo. I'm learning. I'm trying. I'm really trying. Oh, um yeah. But as always, I let must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing a reality television show. Uh, we are discussing a reality TV show characters that's presented to us. Reality production. We are showing the editing of a television show wants to see. We react to the possibilities. The real people get an opportunity to go on television to share their craft. But they also discuss what's said in the podcast. For entertainment, discuss reality television show. There we go. Um, I'm really going to put that on a t-shirt one day and just be like, "Hi, I'm Michael. Nice to meet you. Sorry, I talk shit about you." You should. That would be a nice. You really part. should. I, it would be nice merch. And honestly, if someone wants to stone it for me, I'll pay you $5. I'm not stoning it. I'm, after my stoning experience for DragCon last year, I was like, it is done. I'm good. It's a labor of love. I do stone everything I have. So, like, I know. <laughs> it's not fun. All right. We are nine episodes in. We're heading so close to the finale. How are you feeling about this season? Well, I, like, I feel like started slow. Not slow. I didn't feel it started strong, but I'm liking so far. Mm-hmm. I did have a lot of my opinions change in the past few episodes of all sure. Queen. So like I but I am actually happy for like I'm proud for what they did for like a first season for Are me. you feeling like it's a good representation of Brazil? Yeah, I would say yes. I would like not from, from drag all over Brazil it's still a good representation because like we have so many different states mm-hmm. and the culture is so different in each one and like a lot of these queens come from the same state so like it's still a good representation but like it would be nice if they like spread out more and personality like, wise hopefully hopefully that would be a nice huh? yeah so personality, personality wise they got opinions yeah, no, they do. Like, but that's that's Dragon Brazil. Like, that's pretty around like the entire country. Like, <laughs> Brazil, Brazilian drag queens are very opinionated. 
Absolutely. Well, let's let's go through it because I got opinions too, and I'm not Brazilian. Bitches, Nas is gone. <laughs> and her mere message, like her, is very sweet. They will be nice on camera until they're forced to talk about her in confessional. As Helena will claim that Naza is always trying to get screen time by writing on the entire mirror. If you're pissed about that, go peep the bitch who wrote one letter per mirror in the same workroom following your filming. Yes, also done by a Brazilian. Yes, <laughs> I, I loved it. I thought that was like perfect. <laughs> Vagabunda. And who was that? Vagabunda. And who was there? Was the one queen that literally did the whole Tessa put her ass on the thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, so, like, they, are, they don't know what they're talking about. They, they have no idea. They have no idea. Now, Vagina is congratulated for her win, finally. She's very happy for her pin and the top five. Helena has to clean the mirror, even though she doesn't want to. Babe, that's what happens when you're in the bottom. It's the drag race rite of passage. Yeah. I will say, though, I like less, the, not this episode, like the one before. I didn't understand very well, like their critiques towards her. Like, if I felt mm -hmm. like it was weird. Like, okay, so you're too pretty. So that's right. why you're in the bottom. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Like, yeah. But okay. Now, the girls know it's about to heat up in the top five, and Shannon wants the money and will be lighting a red candle and offering a glass of cacasha. What is that? Cachaça. Cachaça. It will be, like, it's that alcoholic drink that it's made from sugar cane. Mm -hmm. So, you, have you heard about caipirinha? No. Okay, so caipirinha is that drink that I told you about. That right, is right, the right. Real, so, Caipirinha is made with cachaça. Cachaça gotcha. is like a very strong alcoholic spirit. Now, you said it's made of sugar cane. Does that mean it's sweet? No. No, okay, great. <laughs> no, it's not. Depending, depending how cheap it is, that it can be sweet. But you, yes, there is a, like, it's a range. <laughs> All right. And, and this is an, uh, an item you offer for good vibes, good omens? Yeah, yeah, depending because like it's also come from the religion. This she sometimes she did some looks like that's called umbanda. So mm -hmm. some of the saints or the entities that gotcha. you like that keep that you're offering things. Some like cachaça, some like beer, some like champagne. So it all depends on who you're going for. Gotcha, gotcha. Bettina says jets don't reverse, so she has to win again, but nothing is for sure. There's a lot more competition to go. It is a new day, and Bettina is finally a pinup girl. Miranda will take the moment to quote the great Ariano Shoshuna and say, It's very uncomfortable to speak ill of someone to their face because it is uncomfortable for those who speak and for those who listen. So with Naza no longer there, she says good riddance. Okay, Miranda, what is going on in here? What What is happening? I know, when I saw, like, that literally made me roll my eyes all the way in the back of my head. Like, girl, let the fuck go. It was getting so annoying already. They were, like, always on Naza's case. Like, dude, let, let it go. So she says she didn't serve and didn't deliver and just went the flow with the flow. She claims she can't see the charisma of the judges seeing. And now we'll reveal that she had a personal issue with her because... When they got there in the first group and they were crazy about seeing Gretchen, she says Naza stood in front of the judge and said she feels absolutely nothing. She just stands there and smiles and thinks that she's going back to the hotel and my boyfriend won't be there. 
I'm not quite sure what this is referencing to because I don't know if we saw that kind of vibe, but okay. And then Organza will come in and say, when they said that Naza was only having fun, not because she was loving being there, it was more like, oh, I'm here. And Organza doesn't believe she felt it was a chance of a lifetime. Why do you think the girls had such disrespect for Naza? It's honestly been a real discouraging part of the season to see the front runners rail on those that they find inferior. Honestly, I was like something I was discussing with my friends who when we watch it, like not everyone has the same feelings about the same experience you were having. Maybe everything is going to hit her after she leaves the show. Maybe she's, she needs to be so far out disconnected so she can do a good performance other than being nervous like every single time. Like just because you the way that you feel is not the way that someone else is feeling that's what 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 my take was like just because she wasn't feeling the same way you were feeling doesn't mean that she's worse than you like that right and she had discussed it earlier that she doesn't process emotion she doesn't show emotion because she doesn't want to give off that aura she's it's she never like you're not her friend do you think she's gonna open yourself to you like that like it's it's like that really pissed me off with her like not everyone has the same take on things right and and it's it's just wild to be like well we don't see the charisma well clearly the judges do there's something that she's doing that is working for the judges and for her the public like the the public do and literally for them for ganking up on her so bad it made her more more well liked absolutely and and it's crazy because again like was Naza going to win this season? No. We we knew she wasn't, but she was going to leave a fan favorite. And when you have these queens who are very much likely at this point about to win, just being so negative, it does not give a good feeling to the fandom. No, because now, like, who the, like, doesn't even matter that much who wins because, like, you're all, you, you guys are all being awful. Why would I want someone like you? Now, I, I have not been following along on like the Reddit or anything. I, I try to stay away from the fandom as much as humanly possible. Um, but do you know if people are taking Naz's side or if they're becoming oh, um, they disappointed? Taking, like, a lot of people complain already to Miranda. Uh, I don't, I'm not on Reddit, but I see some things on uh, mm-hmm. Twitter. <laughs> That's not Twitter. It will always be Twitter for me. It I'm really sorry. will be. Uh, so um, what I've seen at the last runway that they had to do those three looks, mm-hmm. apparently Naza's looks was were that bad because the person that she paid to do it scammed her over and never delivered. So she had to make the three looks before go like sure. a week before going to shoot the shoot the show. And then what I saw this week was what Shannon said about Miranda doing the um, this episode that I can say it in the end if you don't if, if, because she's well, we'll get there. About, we'll yeah, get there. we talked. But like people, like a lot of people like Naza a lot and like say like why do you fuck like why do you still have to get on her case? The girl is not right. even there anymore. Like let it right. go. And I'm assuming Miranda has not responded yet, right? No, she's she she the only thing she said is like, "Here's my the the thing that she does." That's right. the only thing, and the the little picture with the laugh. Right, right, right. That's what she well, posted so far. Friends, if you know, you know. All right, moving on. Uh, the alarm sounds. The day is uh, underway. Greg's message gives hints of being Thelma and Louise and flying off the cliff. 
Cliff, which has nothing to do with anything. Um, I bet this was just a filler message that they had. They're like, well, I don't know what to say right now. Here, let's put this one in. Um, and also, Helena, not knowing who Thelma or Louise is, uh, kind of broke my soul. Girl, go watch the movie. Like, I don't know how young you are, but bitch, like, it's an iconic classic movie. Believe me, I, I, I'm surrounded about with young people that when they, there's so many classics and I'm like, what? Do you have never watched how? <laughs> so yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Now Greg arrives and the shorts are shorting, but the tank is not giving fashion. This was not her week. That's okay. Every other week she's been giving good out of drag fashion. True. This was lazy. Maybe they ran out of money. <laughs> Maybe. Greg tells them they are in the final stretch with two eliminations left. Now, for those of us who know how math works, it is a 12-episode order, which means there was not a double save coming up. Just a thing to think about, but we will get to it. For this week's mini-challenge, they will pick one of the covered mirrors in front of them where they will find out which image they have in front of them. Miranda picks first, and she's like, it's Ruby, but alas, it's just a snake. Shannon selects a Macau. Helena gets a jaguar. Patina gets a toucan. And finally, Organza gets a sloth. So what do they have to do with their images? Well, they have to create a makeup look inspired by their animal. And surprise, no mirrors allowed. Oh, hey. And they have 10 minutes, 10 seconds to look at their photo, remember it, and then have 10 minutes to get it all done. How would you have done in this challenge? Which animal would you have wanted to recreate on your face? What? I would like to do the snake for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're that the snake or the blue macaw, because like the those were the ones I would like to do that I feel like I would be able to do something without mirror. Yeah. Well, we will watch the girls through despair and anxiety, try to paint their face, and well, choices were made for sure. Raganza looks at her face first, but really it was the wig that got me. Like I think she did pretty well, but um it was very raccoony. She looks like a raccoon. <laughs> It did. It did. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but the wig was too funny. Have you ever seen a sloth in person? No, but I would love to. Do you want to hold a sloth and hug it? Yeah. I know they are very vicious. I heard about it, but I still Dare want... I say nasty? Yes. <laughs> but I would <laughs> love to. They are so cute. Shannon's macabre blew herself. And that is a reference to Arrested Development. Thank you. I, I, I never watched. I know what Arrested Development is, but I never watched it. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Bettina, poor Bettina. Makeup is not her strongest forte. And I don't know what she did, but the beak really was going to be the hardest part for her no matter what. Yeah. So she did give Homer Simpson realness. Oh my gosh, she did. When she said that, I thought, okay, that's very true. Don't. Miranda gave us a version of a snake, but again, um, what was that hair choice? Good question. And finally, Helena as a jaguar. You know what? She's good. It was a very cute look, but like I feel like a feline is a very classic staple for makeup artists. Like everyone knows how to paint a nose and spots. Yeah. Like that was going to be easy for her. True, especially because like it's related to cats and stuff, and everyone did that at least once. Everyone has been a cat for Halloween once. Yeah, because it's the easiest cost. It really is. The winner of the mini challenge is Shannon Scarlet. Why? I I couldn't tell you, but she gets money, and I guess they just want to make her feel happy. Maybe and that's one thing that I said with my friend, like Rachel. I never understood their judging for mini challenges. Never. 
I think for Germany this, is the yeah. closest one I see that I agree when people win the mini challenge. That's fair. That's fair. Now for this week's maxi challenge, it's time to get their funny on as they have a stand-up comedy routine as they have to perform a roast. All tea, all shade. How would you do in a roast? I mean, you are a nasty queen, but can I you know. serve it to us hot? I don't think I, I honestly don't think I would do well because I'm like, I'm good, like responding back to whatever people say to me. But if I have to sit there and say something, I feel like I will be those ones that it becomes cringe because it's like, you're going like a little too far. That's what, like, I don't think I would do well. So you think you might be a little too mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't even think I would get that far. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, to keep things spicy, as the winner of the mini challenge, Shannon will get to choose the order of the show, and Greg tells you to be strategic. Ain't that the truth? Mm. Now, what would you do in her position? Would you be strategic, or would you be like, I love you all, you're all my friends, let's just make it the best show possible? A little bit of both. I would want to start the thing to start strong and finish strong, but I will also not put myself after someone that I thought it was good. Simple. Like, I right. would yeah that's that will be my reading like someone very good in the beginning someone very good in the end me after the one that's the worst <laughs> that's what's called the middle shannon but we'll get to it we're going to talk about it <laughs> on the runway category is glitter glam and they have the honor of welcoming comedian junior shiko as their guest judge are you familiar with his work because none of the girls were no i i've just heard about him like i like i've heard his name before but okay um, so it's not like a random person they pulled off the street and said, here, come to to Columbia and film a show for us. No, it's not random because I've heard like I've heard him like, like mute. Is he stuff. going to be an icon now? Because I like, listen, he did give daddy vibes and we know how some of the homosexuals think about daddies. Yeah, I know. He probably will because I didn't think he did that bad on his judging, though. I think no, he, he was good. He was, good. He was like solid. All right, out of the animal gland, the girls are now at the tables trying to figure out what exactly to write for their roast. Miranda says she's the worst at writing scripts, and Organza's like, I'm even worse. Call me. That's my specialty. I'm really good at writing scripts. That's what I, that's my, this is my calling card. Shinon tells Helena that she's not funny if she's forced to be, and Helena says that her funniest is spontaneity. She knows how to be shady on the spot. Shinon is afraid to be shady to the point of disrespecting someone, but that is the art of comedy, knowing how to go just far enough. Organza says her biggest fear for this challenge is attacking people. She has to just be aware of it. We always hear this as a fear from contestants when we get to a comedy challenge on Drag Race. What do you think future contestants need to do in order to get over this fear prior to filming? The only thing I can think of is practice. But like, we don't have, like, we do have like open competitions. We mm -hmm. don't have open roasting my competition. Sure. That should be interesting if, like, for practice because. Now, dear friend of the podcast, Hibiscus, um, she once told us, like, one of the best things she's ever done was she took an um, improv 101 class. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I did and it was free. I, yeah, because I, I did two years of theater. So, like, and still, I still, like, I, I, will, I have the same thinking of they'd have, like. Yeah. Because I also don't think I have the filter sometimes to understand, like, okay, you went one step too far. This is not, right. you know. And, you know, the other thing is, like, if you're applying to the show, most of the time your friends know you're applying to the show as well. Yeah. 
just just be like, hey, can I roast you or can I throw some jokes around you and see how this feels? Because most of the time, not to say that drag race is recycled, but a lot of the jokes that happen in like America probably oh, yeah. will find their way in another country somewhere else in a, a different, in a different language. Way, yes. And not only that, I I also wonder if like like me, some of those queens don't expect to reach that challenge. Right. And that's the thing. Sometimes you have a roast. Sometimes it's stand up, which, again, I want to clarify two very different things. A roast, you're specifically roasting people. Stand up, you can include roast elements, but it's more storytelling. Yeah. It's and it's like what kind of what happened like with Pandora that she created something like she created that poem, whatever that was, and she she couldn't get out of it. Like she literally she was saying things that didn't even match what happened. And I was like, girl, okay, we knew this was gonna happen, but I didn't expect it to be so bad. No bueno. So Bettina says that the through line for her roast will be using her symptoms of being neurodivergent and having ADHD. She reveals that she has a sensory processing disorder where she hears noises and smells things that nobody else feels feels or hears. She will be reading people while doing a bit about herself, seeing or hearing things. And I think that's a great approach, but Miranda is looking at her and then we hear this sound of crickets. I wonder if Bettina heard the crickets. <laughs> See, there's comedy. Um... Bettina is managing to find some jokes and sew them together so they lead into one another as the hardest thing for her is remembering the jokes. Now, obviously, this is going to be a big part of her roast and we'll discuss the um, sensory processing disorder. Do you think it's a smart thing to use yourself as the guidepost for your set? Yeah, because I feel like it makes you more like not human, but it it makes human to the audience because you allow them, them to laugh about you with exactly. you before digging into them so exactly they know, okay we can go on this because you just made fun of yourself now i'm fine with you making fun of me exactly i love that all right it's time to find out if shannon is about to be shady or not she has the roast order ready for the girls and this is what she has in mind start with patina then organza because it will be a disaster then she will go third to watch to which organza says she will make the disaster get bigger But Helena will be fourth, Miranda closing, and she wants to see if Miranda is the queen of comedy. Okay, I like this. Organza going in the middle, the the right choice. I personally think when we have five, the middle doesn't necessarily have to be number three. I probably would have put her after Helena because you would have had a bomb and a bomb and you would have looked even better. Not good, bomb, bad. So that's just my personal opinion. The question mark here is the Bettina Miranda situation. Do you think those were the right positions for them? Miranda, I think yes, especially because she claimed herself to be the comedy queen. So like if if I were around someone that kept saying that, I would put that person to close the show like they did with Bianca on season six. Sure. Because like you're expecting her to be good. Since Bettina, I would like, she just claims... I think it was a good choice. Like, even if it was like a medium start, it would be better because Elena said what she said mm-hmm. about like thinking, like say, saying she, she's good, like responding like organically, not creating something. So I feel like she did a good, cho- a, a good job. 
Because also the energy coming from Miranda, I feel like if she had put her on first, it would suck the entire lineup because everyone would. And, like, well, I have a lot of questions about that, but we, oh, we're gonna we're gonna go through it now. Yeah. Miranda does tell us that that at this stage of the competition, it's about being shady, and the infamous roast makes her very excited. But she is concerned about the expectation they have created on her, which is going to be her story arc for this. Do you think she should have fought to go first? Not really. No, because, like, I feel like whenever you're good or you say you're good, if you want to prove you're that good, the last spot is the spot you should be. You That's should fair. Be. We're going to head to the main stage where the girls will be coached on their roast by Greg and Bruno Braga. So we're going to not go in order of the actual roast and start with Organza. Let's see if she can read. And she just tells Greg, no, can't do it. She's nervous and Greg can see it in her eyes. Organza has written one sentence and Greg is like, what? Did you quote the Bible? And she, and she, and she did. The fear is there. The winner's vulnerability arc is very present here for Arganza, as she tells us that she doesn't think she has been this shaken in the competition. Now, we know that I am very much thinking that Arganza is going to take this whole thing, and if we are looking at the arc of the entire season, this is the perfect place to have your little moment of doubt, because mm -hmm. there are still more people who will fall under you with a worse track record. Yeah, well, there is a theory about who's going to win now. Well, we'll talk about it. Bruna will give her some advice. She says, you know that friend you meet, and she sees your look and says, wow, are you leaving like that? Write it on paper. She tells her to remember that we read people who we love, like, and admire. She knows she is more afraid of offending than writing. And that's what you got to do, girls. You got to write everything out. Yeah, I know. But I, I also get it, because I'll get blocked. In my mind, if I had to. So I kind of guess. Yeah. Organza is going second, and she tells Greg and Bruna that she hopes Bettina is much worse than her. And Bruna, Bruna tells her, there, that's a read. That's what they're waiting for. The gate is open. Greg just tells her just to believe in yourself, and we'll see if she can believe in herself. When Organza leaves, and Greg turns to Bruna that she's worried, you knew what was about to happen to Organza. Yeah. Next on stage is Bettina, who is shitting in her pants for this challenge because she won the reading challenge and they will expect her to slay. So Bettina will start with this joke. Helena, the panties you leave in the workroom need to be washed, dear, because the smell of cheese is attracting rats. Yesterday, I saw a rat that big. No, I'm kidding. That rat was actually Shannon's wig. Okay, not bad. But there was no laughter from Greg or Bruna. Editing? It honestly, sounds, it sounds a bit better in Portuguese, too. Yeah. I know they didn't laugh, but I, I thought it smart. It was very smart, very good. Bruna tells her to shorten the joke so it has more impact and quick for comedy friends. She tells her if she's going to tell a story, there has to be a punchline. So she will take the tip and hope it works when the time comes. Greg tells her to get out of her head and stop being crazy. And this was for sure the red herring edit. True. Oh, that's true. That you, you knew. Miranda will walk through the entryway of the main stage, and before she even is in the light, she will tell Bruna and Greg that she is going to ask them to shove expectations up their ass. Listen, the bitch is funny and witty. Like, the guns are blazing from the second she's on stage. I know, but I feel like it's the way she delivers things. Yes, absolutely that. Miranda will tell them that she doesn't know where the expectations are coming from, and Bruna tells her that it's coming from her. Miranda says that she has difficulty recognizing everything she does. Expectations are awful, and no one has higher expectations than herself. 
I mean, sure, words have never been said by an artist. Yeah. We all have that. Yeah, we do. No one, we, we all like to say, don't believe I'm good at this and don't believe I'm good at yeah, it's And we always have the highest expectations for ourselves. So like. She says her idea is to bring up conversations she had. For example, she's been following Greg for a long time, watching her videos, singing inspired her a lot and saw her grow into a world star. And she thinks she's in right to invest money in real estate and put a thousand square feet in her mouth. And it got there, but Greg laughed and y'all, if he didn't get it, it's a teeth joke because yeah, Greg got I new did. teeth. It got there. Little, little, little above the head for some people, but it's okay. Greg loves it and tells her she came to play psychological coaching. Miranda says if nothing works, she'll rely on old jokes. She will then pull out her booger from the black look runway and Greg is cracking up. She knows how to make the lady laugh. And usually that's what gets people to win. It's true. It's now Helena's turn and she will immediately tell them that she is good with spontaneous, spontaneous reads, but not so much with ready-made jokes that have to be written. She will say she is nervous, but Greg mocks her as the person who won Snatch Game is nervous because they don't know how to make jokes. Girl, that's what you literally just did. I mean, do you think Helena was on the spot making jokes, or do you think she prepared a lot of her material for Snatch Game? Oh, I think she was on the spot because honestly, she did the one she did the character that I was expecting to see on Snatch Game, mm-hmm. and it was on point, like yeah. boys mannerism she like she picks someone that is a character already so there is no right. need to be doing ready like she doesn't need to write anything out bruna tells her that those who do spontaneous jokes can also spontaneously take notes i was like okay great feedback not really helpful to her but great yeah. <laughs> helena will tell greg that she is fourth so far does she think that was going to change? Like, what, what what was she saying there? But Greg tells her that it is a nice, safe spot, but Helena's worried that they'll use all the jokes, so she wants to have enough written down just in case. Very, very smart. I mean, we will see that here and also in Germany that they didn't give, like, a podium, because usually you have a podium for a roast. Yeah. It's a crutch, but whatever. It wasn't there, and it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is it budget? What is happening? <laughs> it's either budget or they didn't know how to do a roast. Or someone stole the podium. I don't know. <laughs> Bruna asks her if she's an improviser and they've used everything. What will she do? She says, overuse it. They laugh and there it is. The beauty of improv. If you can banter, there it is. I, I think Helena was just in her head. Yeah. Finally, we have Shannon who is just doing her tongue poppy thing. She is feeling awful as she has spent her time just drawing dolls and saying prayers. So once again, she's calling for a higher power to help her out. Greg tells her she is funny as she laughs when Shannon just stands there and makes her face. So Greg will ask her how she used her advantage. Shannon tells her she didn't screw anyone over, but also didn't harm herself. So she put the worst ones that she knew could be very bad first. Eat those words, girl. Yep, because like the fact that she thought uh, Bettina was going to be worse when she won the reading challenge, you're like, why would you think she would be worse? She tells Greg that she put Bettina in Organza first because if they are very blessed and highly favored, it will be very good. Otherwise, uh... so where are the jokes? She has nothing prepared. The scary music arrives, and that is the doom and gloom we knew would head Shannon's way. 
I don't know how much time they have between learning the challenge and then having to go on the main stage to hear some coaching, but surely she could have written at least one joke. Even even before, I'm pretty sure some girls write shit before they even go. They probably, if you're smart queens, when you're at home in the hotel room, just start writing. Exactly. I was just saying, I'm pretty sure some girls do that. Yeah. Shinona's not scared, but Bruno tells her that the bottom is not easy. <laughs> Though I know a lot of easy bottoms. <laughs> Greg tells her that this is not the time to not take things seriously. It is the top five, and she wishes her the best of luck. Insert mouth noise here. Can you do the um, Shinon? No, I can't do it. <laughs> Shinon tells us that she is going to try to script it, but also let it go with the flow and see what happens. Well, yeah, we will that's, see. That's not it is the day of the roast, and they think they're going to get their funny on. We will bypass any table talk as the girls head straight to their makeup stations to get in face. Bettina will ask who gets in drag once or twice a day, every day. And Organza like, three times a day, only at a drag race. Could you imagine having to get into three different looks in one single day? No. I very can imagine doing two. And imagine having to do it with no assistance from anybody. Oh, yep. Helena says she does drag every three months and just like Greg from the waist up. See, the jokes are there. There's a joke. Why didn't you use it? Whatever. Miranda <laughs> says she does two or three shows a week because she has a relationship with her body that is quite slow. She says the best drag she can offer is the one where she challenges her own body, which is a miracle. She says her right arm is doomed, so she only has a few years of move- movement with it. She had to learn how to be left-handed in the last year and is learning how to write and apply makeup with her left hand as her right hand is waving goodbye. She shares that when she was young, that she was burned from head to waist and says her nose is not her original nose. She reveals that she had a pretty bad burn on the scapula muscle, so there's not much she can do aside from take care of it. She does not have that much strength to raise her arm, so she has to push it and she can't hold it up there for too long. And she jokes, and this is why I chose drag. How nice. I thought this was a really touching story and I was intrigued to hear more about it. Like what ha- happened? Like, yeah, this is really interesting and a really interesting part of her story, but I'm going to be an asshole right now. But when she said I offer my good arm, I couldn't not think of scary movie. I'm a terrible person. I'm fucking terrible. I'm sorry. I think we forgot. Yeah. Take my good hand. Mm. Oh my God. I did not think of that. Do you think there's more to the story that we're going to hear? Or do you think this is all we're going to find out about the backstory? Because I really would love to know what happened, where it happened, how it affected her. Because this is huge. But like, if we are going to have more of the story, it, will ha- it might happen in the next episode if she complains about some of the things that the girl said and then she explains more of it. Yeah. But I doubt it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's for those who have watched... Even... Yeah. For those who've watched Drag Race Philippines, obviously this past season, the story with Bernie and her eyesight was a very, very big part of her arc. Um, And for those who are following along, she did get her eyesight fixed, which is amazing. Um, I don't know if there's any way for Miranda to get assistance or any any help, but um, I think the fans are going to push for her to get as much assistance she can. Probably, because I wonder if that was going to be her arc, she would like say say that like, more yeah. in the beginning of the show that's fair than just um, 
because obviously we've had a lot of contestants, namely like Willow Pill, Evie Oddly, who have had some uh, physical um, ailments to themselves that have prevented their yeah. future in drag. Um, so it, it's really amazing to hear these stories because we don't talk about disabilities in drag that much. And I think that's something that drag race needs to continue to do because there are people who yeah. are disabled who still do drag. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't impair them on any level to do exactly. what they want and what they. Exactly, the mood shifts to Argon to telling Shannon that she is actually uncomfortable with the challenge, as it's a trigger for her. She says she is a very expressive, and has many physical reactions. So with nervousness taking over, she ends up going to a very harsh, very direct place. Now I completely understand this. I've told this story in the podcast before. I have resting judge face. When I'm watching a show or judging a competition or whatever, my face looks like I don't fucking care, but inside I'm so excited and engaged. And I only know about this because I reviewed a show, a piece of theater where the set had a mirror and I could see myself in the mirror watching myself watch. And I was like, oh no, people think I'm an asshole, don't they? I feel like my, I feel like I sometimes can't hide what I'm watching. <laughs> right yeah. i mean listen i've seen some bad drag yeah. and my face is like i can't i can't hide it i can't hide it but there are some times when i do now actively try to be, be happy and smile um and maybe Why i'm lying to you exactly and spoiler spoiler alert usually when i'm at a show taking photos it's also so you can't see my face and just see my camera love you all love you all organza says it's one thing when they write but it's another how they say it and then how it's received. She's apprehensive about the energy. Bettina confesses that she does not like the mean girl's shady culture. Um, well, that's in the room that you're in, but I guess we'll talk about that at the reunion, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Especially God. How do you, are you saying that after the entire season, you literally wore mean girl's shady people with two specific contestants? <laughs> like, hello. Literally. She says that the situation they are gathered for, they are willing to laugh together, which is fun. So they need to have fun together. But she says the problem in life is people aren't always invited to laugh with them and they end up re reproducing bullying, which is not cool. I agree. Bullying. No bueno. Organza will interestingly say it all depends on the shade and what you really think of the person. Listen, I've experienced it. If you do not like me and then throw shade at me in a roast that I am not a part of, but only there as an audience member, it comes across as malicious and vile. Yeah. As Organza says, if you don't have the guts to say and pretend it's a joke, you can call it shade and make it lighter, but it's not actually the case. Now, Bettina will say it's like Shannon with the Dallas puppet. And Organza is like, you said it. I was thinking it. This is going to cause some friction. Yeah, Shinoma will call out Organza right. for being someone who says things to people's face, but Organza says Shinon that she told it to her face and it wasn't cool what she did to Dallas. Shinon says she told Dallas it was a joke. Is this just an inherent part of the drag culture when it comes to how shade is given and ultimately taken? I, like, because I'm thinking about myself that sometimes I do, like, like sometimes we do use, like, shade or, like, the joke, but, like, dip down that like, <laughs> you believe in what you're saying right. about that person. Every joke is rooted in truth. Yeah. So, 
I want to say maybe, yeah, like not, but not like all of, like from for through to all of them. Like, yeah. I think again, like it, it comes down to the practice of throwing shades. Some yeah. people are very good at it and know how to do it in an appropriate way. There are a lot of drag artists, even some that are very, very well-versed in, in the art of drag that just cannot tell a joke and throw shade because it just, they're, they're mean about it. It yeah. just doesn't work. Um, and, and again, it takes practice. And I, I again, throw jokes at your friends, let them take it and understand you're trying things out. Don't do it on a microphone. Don't don't bitch about a queen who you don't like on yeah, a microphone because, because nine times out of ten, someone in that room knows that person. And that and that's what I think. Like also learn how to laugh about yourself. Like try like try jokes about you also, so yeah. you understand sometimes that you what you're gonna say about you would that hurt you if someone else was saying that about you. So like Gonzo will think- say that she was just speaking generally and not toward her, but Shannon is not happy to be called out and will call out Organza for the same thing. So she's like, is there anything you want to tell me? And Shannon's like, I'm just talking in general. Miranda says that it's all a matter of interpretation. And she has seen many times someone say something that wasn't really shady, but the person took offense. Shannon says that to each their own interpretation. Miranda says that's what she's saying. Humor has a lot to do with who is speaking, but mainly who is listening. Now, obviously, we didn't see any um, aftermath between Shannon and Organza with this conversation, but you could tell that they were not happy with each other. Yeah, like one of the things that that or uh, Shannon tweeted is that there's things that happen behind the cameras that we didn't see mm-hmm. on that day. So, because so- again, we had we never saw Organza tell Shannon that what she did for Dallas was not cool. Yeah. Well, they hope Greg is ready to take it in as it's going to be a fun little roast. It is runway time as Greg is looking stunning in that gown with the blonde hair. Like she looks like the wife of a president. I am here for it. Well, you know, it's another uh, homage, right? No, tell me, tell me. So she's dressed as a talk show host, a very talk, very famous talk show host from the Brazilian TV. Uh, TV. She had her name was Abby Camargo. She was very famous. She had her show every Monday night. Because I was a kid. I used to watch it. Like mm-hmm. She went on for like years and years. So it was very sad when she passed away. And that's what like she was like. That's how she dressed. Like she was always like well dressed with the hair. Was Stunning. Really, that yeah. hair was beautiful. And she was like she had like she she had she had like some kind of humor in her too. So like it, I thought it was awesome that she did that. We have our panel comprising of Dudu Bortolini, Bruno Braga, and Junior Chico. Um, I was like, that's a gay? My gaydar's broken. <laughs> Usually, when you're a guest judge on Drag Race, like they glam you up, and they and this man said, no, I'm wearing neutral oh, tones. Yeah. And I was like, not even a stone? Nothing? Nothing? No sparkle? Okay, fine. Good for you. Let's start with the roast. Let's see Polaroid. She arrives giving us polka dot realness and, well, put a red nose on her and she might actually be a clown. I liked it. <laughs> would you wear it? I feel like you would wear it. Probably, yeah. Uh, I like the hat because I don't feel like I look good with hats. Try it once. See what happens. I like, but like, no, like I never tried a top hat, but like just a regular hat. That's I fair. Look that's like, fair. Yeah. I look like, you know. 
She welcomes the guests and hopes they have a good laugh. And when laughter doesn't come, enjoy their beauty. Except for Miranda, who can't rely on beauty because she's ugly. And that scowl. Mama's not in a good mood. What was going on with her? I don't know. I remember, like, mentions, like, girl, you literally said it's about, like, the joke and not taking serious and blah, blah, blah. And here you are. Like, you have a fucking stick up your ass. Did something every- happen before this? Because something was off That's- on her. Yeah, like that's what every like that was as everyone theory that something happened beha- behind the cameras or between like in between things mm-hmm. that she had that fucking face the entire time. I mean, you can paint like a bitch, but that was not painted on. No, she was <laughs> not having any of it. She introduces herself as a drag queen, neurotic photographer, and has a sensory disorder. She says she can see and smell things other that aren't hearing. She says, for example, you can hear that echo. It's Nas's five o'clock shadow that's screaming so much that it still echoes in the studio. Okay. Again, I just don't understand the five o'clock shadow thing because I don't see it on her. Like that, I didn't see it either. that twin can't grow anything. I, I didn't see it either. So like, I never saw it. So maybe it was something for someone that was that close to her. Exactly. She says she has smell issues too and talks to her friend Helena. She tells her to wash her panties. She tells her she won't get her place in Naroha's orgies if she keeps her dirty panties here unless she finds someone who likes scat pig play and she goes into the joke about them smelling like cheese and attracting rats and that is shannon's wig and she is not happy about that joke i thought it was funny in front of everyone (laughs) it was very funny because especially what she was wearing on her head yes speaking of panties she turns to judy berlini she says maybe Dudu doesn't have a sensory disorder, but has a very keen sensitivity because he f- keeps finding her panties even when they're tucked up her ass under five pairs of pantyhose. She says Dudu's practicality, uh, practically a panty sniffer. She says if he was a singer, he would be a queer version of Vondo. The joke is the man had a collection of fan panties, yes. which is gross. Yes, like people, like women threw, because not because, like because women threw their panties at him while he was on stage performing. When I looked this up, uh, apparently it was all in a museum. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, after, yeah. That's disgusting. Do you think women went to this museum and said, oh my God, that's mine? (laughs) I don't, I I would if I had, (laughs) if I had thrown mine, I would go check it out. Did did I put my penny away? I also looked at this man. Okay, yeah, no, he's not. He's not handsome. No. What was going on? Please help I, me out here. Honestly, I, I think it was the time. Because okay, he, okay, it's good like, time. When he started, when he, when he became famous, I think that was the look. Okay, okay, we'll go with it. Uh, because now he, would, he wouldn't even be daddy. No, not at all. With the <laughs> now, Bettina will take off her hat and toss Judy a pair of her panties, which he will sniff. And enough about panties, enough about Scott. Let's talk about Miranda. She wrote a reverse. Miranda, she doesn't always get it right. She walks, but she doesn't always get there. Why make rhymes and seduce Bruna if Greg is the one who has the money we came to win? I'm not sure what this was referencing, but again, Miranda, not happy about this. No. I don't think she left once. No. She will ask Miranda if she brought any poop to throw out the judges. She will then say she has a message and it's a reputed repudiation note that is as tall as she is. Come on props. 
Uh, we love when a prop is used in a roast, but her time is up and she can't read it, but they can just feel it. I think she did fine. I think she was strong and sturdy and confident. I don't think her jokes were over the top hilarious, but confidence goes a long way in a roast. Yeah, no, I think she did great, especially for someone that had to open the show. I actually was right. surprised. Um, also, when you do have audience participation, it's a very high risk, high reward um, element because if they're not game to play with you, it's over and your whole bit's over. Yeah, uh, so due to playing off. along, great, great, great. Yeah. Organza. All right. Organza will congratulate Bettina for being stuck in the same joke for three weeks. Okay. She says she wants to use this space to say something very serious of her friend Miranda. She says she is more than a comedy queen. She can't tell her what, but she as soon as she finds out, she'll be sure to say. And then Miranda will hold up a sign that says, Lisos, which means laughs, and I'm sorry, that was hilarious. That was that fucking was... brilliant. But I wish her face was better, though. I know. Like, even smile doing it, like, that's funnier. Just yeah. but be mad about it. Like, that's not, it means you're not there for the jokes. You can't take it. Exactly. You if you can't take it, it don't dish you it. Take, you don't want to take it. Like Exactly. She says to her that she is the comedy queen who serves comedy, unlike Naza, who was a fashion queen who didn't serve fashion. Two people in a row were mocking the girl again. Yeah, like, that was a thing, like, let the fuck go. Like, it, I, it's almost like you wish you were her by now. <laughs> right. She says, let's not talk about the dead, but talk about who's very much alive. Who survived the lip sync? She says, Helena. Do you know what time it is? Time to catch your plane to Salvador with that Narcissa spirit that's stuck with you. No one can stand anymore. Not a joke. It's just a insult. Yeah, that was not a joke. She'll then turn to Mommy Greg. She tells her she's she means a lot to the scene and making history and reminds her that she started way back in the closet with a skirt and tonight she is here with a closet full of bodysuits. Bitch, are you poor? Can I show you something? Just don't ask Naza, ask Ruby. And she says, if you don't have a stylist, they have many people to help her. Again, another fucking Naza insult. Um, is Greg wearing a lot of bodysuits? I don't think she is. No, but like I think they like they because of that purple one that she wore during the Queen of the Universe. Yeah. Like, that like I don't know if she wore some, I can't remember now from her social media if she did so many pictures with it before she got it that that's just the case now that's what right. i figured she turns to the queen of dad jokes due to Bartolini. she says she was afraid to write anything about him and turn him into a pun and tells him to stop to bruna she won't read her today life has already done that Organza tells her her stylist does that her hairdresser does that her dentist does that she won't be one of those people that's a good joke that's probably oh. the best joke she had all day she then turns to the guy she doesn't know. She tells him her name is Organza if he liked her show. If he didn't, it's okay to confuse her and call her Shannon Scarlet since everyone thinks black people look the same. Easy that joke. Was, it was fine. It was fine, but like that ending got too serious for me. <laughs> yeah, I think Organza had some good material, but her presence was a bit rough around the edges. And I think yeah. if she was a little lighter and had a little more fun, we could have been on board. Yeah, probably. All right, well, while wearing a rat, it's Shannon Scarlet who says hello to Bruna and Juju and Grad Queen and the guy she doesn't know his name, but let her tell him. Welcome. She turns to Ragans and says they won't confuse them because she serves gray makeup while she serves body and beauty. 
Okay, so we're getting personal. Mm-hmm. Alanis, he says Narcissa, 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 and it's fine. Always Narcissa. Let's change this shit up. She says it's boring. Stop being crazy, which is just a joke we just heard. Chanel will move on to the judges. She'll have Dudu do the mouth thing. Bruna's turn, but tells her to stop because she'll lose her dentures. Greg won't do it until she knows that she can sing, and Shannon tells her to bring it on, and uh, she fucking does, and Shannon's like, I lose. She tells Junior to sing, and he does the mouth thing, and then Shannon can't even do her own thing. I didn't get what this was supposed to prove. I, I, I don't know what, I don't know, I didn't understand where she, where, where she was going with that either. If there was a joke somewhere, or like after... I'm sure that we're not seeing the entire set. I'm sure things were cut out. I feel like maybe there was something in the beginning with the mouth thing or something. I I don't know. Because Mm -hmm. just to put it right here for when you're supposed to read the judges, it was a missed opportunity. Maybe she just didn't have any jokes. Maybe. Because I was thinking like, I like if like they all did it and none of them managed to do it and then she did it, would she have like a punchline after it, you know? Right. And again, this is the uh, high risk, high reward part of audience participation. If they're not doing what you need to do to get to the, your final punchline, you, you bombed it. Then she says she will see Junior in the sauna where it's going to be a great, um, I bet it will. She then predicts Judah will be in the sauna with his panties, ass up in the air, calling all the boys, come and penetrate. And I was like, oh, we're, we're, we're really going on that one. I think she's very good at banter. Joke writing, not so much. No, yeah. Which like, I would go watch her host a show. Which she, I feel like it's what she said. Yeah. Helena Maldita is relying on that body, but hey, when you got it, flaunt it, right? <laughs> yep. Helena will say that since Shannon just left, it's a good thing that it was a campy challenge and not a sewing because her show was worse than her Inez Brazil. Impressive. Sh- shady and not necessarily true. I think this was a little better than um, Snatch Game. Well, but do you, do you see that Victoria Shakespeare did the same thing? Oh, of course and I much better. <laughs> was it much better? Honestly, yeah. no one ever did that character ever on yeah, Snatch no, Game. Yeah, it cursed. was. It was. Like, Shannon Sinez Brazil was sad. She says to Shannon that her looks are iconic. Others will go down in history as an insult to fashion. Shannon will say, including hers, which is awful. What's that? Whatever. It wasn't a bad look. It was boring. Helena says Bettina is still processing the Organza joke, but will tell her slowly and in a voice, don't be a bitch. Which joke was she referring to? I feel like because that's what Bettina Bettina always says to all the girls in the workroom. That's what I got from like, she always says something something like that in the workroom. And she has a lower voice, so... Mm -hmm. And speaking of Organza, the fashion queen, she knows she is a drag machine, but do you need metallic skin? She says, thank God you remember the banana powder. Oof. Speaking of catwalks, she says, doo as the great inspector of their curves and silhouettes and bodies, she has a present for him and throws her pads at him. Okay, that was funny. That was funny. Also, what, an inch, maybe two inches? Those were not hockey pads. <laughs> I know it was so small, but I didn't even see it coming until she. <laughs> and that's the thing: if you can do an unexpected bit, it works in your favor. So for that one, I'll give her credit. Yeah. To Bruna, she says she wanted to write something to her, but she only came to meet her when she got there, and it still has nothing to say about her. I like Bruna. Why are we being mean to Bruna? 
I a lot of the Brazilian games don't, so maybe that's to Junior Chicote. She doesn't know him either. She just screamed when Greg said his name because they have to react to the camera. I was dead. The conspiracy theory that I have said on this podcast forever has officially been revealed. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I'm I'm sure most of the queens don't know everyone that's gonna judge them and like they have to act like they do. <laughs> I love it. To Mama Greg, is your appreciation for Naza because you see yourself in her on one side, a young drag queen who only wears tops, on the other side, a young queen who only wears bodysuits. She hates her. She hates her. All of them, clearly, because they all had something to say. And now the comedy queen of the season. She is versatile. She is hardworking. She just can't call her pretty or it would be more forced than Dallas's looks. Miranda LeBron. She hates her too. They were the underdogs. They made them on the underdogs of the season from yeah. always like being on their fucking case. It was annoying. I think for Helena, there was some substance to her jokes, but the execution left a lot to be desired. I think it was mean. I did not think, though, that she was worse than the other two, though. I, Agreed. She, she was a more. very good middle. Yeah, like, she was a good middle, because she maybe left more than the Shannon and Organza. Miranda LaRao, the mohawk was cunt. That look was spandex house realness. I haven't been there in a while, but yep. You should go. Go hang out there. She will say hello, ladies, gentlemen, and Helena Maljita. Okay, pretty good joke. Fine. She says she is feeling like a rescuer who arrives after a big disaster and tries to save something. She says she knows they have some expectations of her, so she asks them to roll them and shove them in their assholes as it makes her job easier. First part, great. Second part, why is she doing this? She didn't need that there. It's almost like, and she's so aggressive, delivering everything. It and again, if, of, if like, something happened off screen, please let us know because this is not the Miranda we are used to. No, and like, I was like, I get it. She had funny jokes, but it was hard for me to laugh at anything she said because of the way she was saying it. Exactly. She says she thinks it was a very, it was very rude of the queens to not introduce themselves to junior and for junior to not introduce himself to the queens so she is going to try and do this because they have a team of quote artists here and they have a quote comedian okay very funny she says chico is often mistaken for a straight man despite being gay he talks about it in his shows he is also mistaken for a comedian he's to humor what diva moore is to drag race what a throwback remember diva moore first episode <laughs> loop she will introduce Junior to the Queens. Helena is so slow, but so slow she did fifth grade five times until she found out that the number was just the year. Oh, it, it was good jokes. It was. When Bettina signed up to a retirement home, Helena thought it was another reality show that she would be in. She says, Bet, I'm sorry, I'm not going to joke about the fact that you're a little older than us. Oh, production is telling me that if she wins the show, she will take home all the prizes, and they're also going to give her a year of calcium, and they're going to repair Bettina's walker. That's a good joke. I will say the first part about it is, I think, the reality show, very funny, and I think it should have been a show she would thought she would win as opposed to be in. in yeah, that's true. That would be funnier. 
Scarlet, why? She will start laughing hysterically. What bothers her about Shannon is that she has the most obvious ugliness possible. It's on her face. Now, Shannon will heckle from the side, and Miranda is a bit flustered and will ask her, do you want to tell a joke? And that's where she lost it. It's where she fucking lost it. She was, like, she was kind of... You could see she was so pissed about something, but when that interruption happened... I mean, I know that sometimes the girls will run jokes by each other in the workroom, so maybe something happened when they were doing that. But then, like, why would you still say it? Like, or maybe they never ran it. Like, maybe. And that's what it got everyone. But still, you know what you're going in for. Exactly. For Agonza, what strength, what beauty, what talent? Wrong intonation. What talent? That's a funny joke. Dudu always praises Organza's catwalk, and she thinks it's incredible that her trademark is to be able to move forward. That's funny. That's very funny. She will ask Dudu about his wild arm movements, but she is always embarrassed to ask. After all, he's a national icon. No, a state icon. No, an icon between Plaza de Se and 25 de Marco Street. Okay. I don't know what that reference is. Are you familiar what that reference is supposed oh, yeah, to be? Yeah, it's two places in Sao Paulo. 25 the that street it's the famous street there you go to buy fabric buy like a lot of for cheap like a lot everything you want is in that fucking street <laughs> and because and he's a fashion designer okay got it yeah, there, and the there's the joke a, it's a famous square also in sao paulo so it's like that's the okay that's a funny joke i appreciate it yeah. she will close the show by mentioning the greatest drag artist the show could bring there it was put in her hands an almost impossible task she works with shitty stuff Please give it up for Greg's makeup artist. That's funny. That was so funny. She is Miranda Lebrow, or she could be a dirty and laughable job like Melazine Sparkle. She then turns around and has Fuck Me Junior on her back. I think she came in there with a negative tone and defeatist attitude, but her comedy was the best. She has an insult comedy approach, but what will be her downfall is not having the knockout runway of the night and her ability to be like a Bianca Del Rio and be an insult comic with a heart. Yes. And like, because like, I, I, as I said, she had the jokes. They were the funniest ones. But the way she was delivered, it's like she was like aggressively punching people. Yeah. Like rewards, like. I felt uncomfortable, even though the jokes are funny. It was uncomfortable to watch that. I really hope we get to hear her take on what was happening. Um, I know we might have to wait a couple of weeks for that, or maybe the, re- the reunion, the reunion. But yeah. something was amiss. And, uh, that's what Shannon said. Like she tweeted saying that something like we didn't see everything behind the cameras that happened that day, and what. But that's what it comes what Miranda says to her in The Untucked. It really right. hurt her. She said it was hurtful. All right. Category is Glitter Glam. In honor of the runway, we will play Sparkle and Shine or Flat and Fine. Starting off with Miranda LeBrown. Book by Elvada Mora Figueronos. Headpiece by Uzuna Mesma. I think it's very old-fashioned and interesting, uh, but the bronze being the glitter element doesn't shine as bright as other metallics, especially on this group. Yeah. Unfortunately, the star element of this look is the braided headpiece with the tassel, 
Um, the teeth were a choice for sure. That's where she brought in her camp. I think it's a very safe look compared to some other really bold entries for this category, but it's still very captivating. I thought it was, it, I loved it. It actually reminds me of what my friend said, like of Sasha Velour a little bit. And now that sure. she told me when we watched it and I couldn't see it, but now seeing it again, it does remind me of. And I see where the glitter, the glitter comes in, but I wish it had a little bit more maybe on the headpiece. Yeah. Still very pretty, though. Dudu loves the look, saying he loves the headpiece and seeing her in that sparkling moment. Bruna says that she had really nice jokes and says maybe if she had turned the jokes on herself, too, they would have laughed with her even more. Junior says she did very well, and for him, she was one of the best in the roast. And Greg says that the expectations shook them. She says it's better for them to raise pigs instead of raising expectations next time. I don't know what that means, but sure, let's go with it. I think she just, she, she just, it's just a way to say that they wish they didn't have that much expectations on her that they would probably enjoy more. Um, have you ever raised pigs? And I'm not talking about piggy bottoms in New York City. No, I didn't, but my grand my grandparents did. So I love that. All right, I'm gonna give it a sparkle and shine. Say say it again. Sorry. Sparkle and shine. That's my vote for this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sparkle and shine for sure. Audience 91% sparkle and shine, 9% flat and fine. Chill on Scarlet, no designers listed. This would be a star on this runway and the one on UK Fire this week. Uh, the duality of all these episodes. Oh my God, World of Wonder, please stop doing this to me. I think the silhouette is perfect for her and it is a stereotypical drag silhouette. The fact that this is all mirrors and she looks like it weighs nothing is amazing. I love the pink hair with the stones. I just wish it was a bit grander to help with the proportions. But overall, really beautiful impact statement piece. I love it. I did not get how the judges did it. I fucking love it. Are we watching the same thing? I'm like, literally. It looks beautiful. It's here, I guess, but. Judo says she looks beautiful, but misses originality, which is something she has brought to them many times throughout the competition. Bruna says that she liked her roast a lot and thinks she was funny all along. She missed more reads. Junior says maybe it got away from the goal of the roast, which is reading everyone, but she managed to achieve something that in comedy is very difficult. She made it seem like she was talking to them sitting at a bar table. He says that ass, and she's like, there's no padding. And Greg will say, sashay away to her no padding bullshit. Um, I'm going to give this a sparkle and shine. Yeah, 100%, because I loved it. I did not get what they didn't. Well, the audience, not as fond as, as we are. 79% sparkle and shine, 21% flat and fine. Oh, wow. Interesting, I know. But yeah. Tina Polaroid, look by Atelier Alex Castro. Listen, she is the queen of the 80s, and this is glam rock realness. I know she loves herself a pant, but I do not care with this look. It is epic. It's retro futuristic, and for me, my favorite look of hers all season. I do wish there was a bit more shape in the waist, but it's very hard to work with the material, and thus that's why yeah. her hands are in her hips to create the illusion. The headpiece with the mirror hair, incredible. The makeup is bold. I'm obsessed with this fucking look so much. Yeah, this is definitely like a redemption for her runways for me. When she walked and say, okay, like this, this is what we want. 
here from yeah. the first day. That was amazing and very on brand for her. Very on brand. Dudu says that this look really should be at a museum, stolen, put in a safe, whatever. He says, of course, he is keeping his panties and is going to make sure they show up. Bruna says she was funny and she had fun. She says she laughed at herself and laughed at everyone. Junior says she started the roast and she raised the bar and the others had to live up to her. Greg says she loves that the challenge was glitter glam and she managed to deliver a rock star again. She says it was great week for her. It is an absolute sparkle and shine for me. Yep, 100% for me too. It should have been 100%, but no, no, only 95% sparkle and shine, 5% flat and fine. Helena Bolgita, no designers listed. Again, this is a beautiful silhouette for drag. I love the shoulder piece. The hair is not something she's given us, but it is, as it is a bit more unhinged, but looks divine poking out of the metallic headdress. She looks like a queen. It's very regal. The only issue I have is this is what I expected from Helena. A lot of her jaw-dropping looks have come at the start of the season, so now I feel like she has plateaued a bit. It's stunning nonetheless. Yeah, I found it stunning. And the other thing is like, okay, they find her stunning, but then it's the same dress Shannon is wearing in a different so like when it constructed differently. So why exactly. she gets the parade and Shannon does it? I agree. Storyline, plot line. Duda says she looks stunning. Bruna says that she missed more reads because she was quick and they saw it in her rehearsal. Greg says she is beautiful that she forgot she had a clown white face the other day rude uh, i will give it a sparkle and shine i'll give it a sparkle and shine too there's no way i will audience 89 percent sparkle and shine 11 percent flat and fine and finally organza look by renan guedes and una headpiece by nina she knows she knows this could have been better and she made it better post show on her instagram I think the concept was really cool with the black cat suit allowing the silver chains and stones to shine the silver chain share hair is fun the problem with this iteration of the look is the face mask. The face Kini did a disservice. And as you will see in her photos on Instagram, having no face exposed how really evocative this look could have been. I yeah. think had there been triple the amount of chain around the rest of the body from arms to legs, it would have been a super high fashion moment that would have been recreated in Paris tomorrow. Yeah, like my problem was the same as you. Like it's the face skinny. I don't like it. I never liked it. Not even when Rupaul yeah. did it. I was like, this no, like no. If she was like with the whole, I'm I'm looking at her Instagram now. That will make a huge ass difference. And it looks like a mannequin. It looks like a body form. It would have been so cool. Yeah, because like the face skinny was like a, mm, no. I it drew that. your eye away from the the star of the piece. Mm-hmm. Because you were focusing on her, but yeah, no, no. Dudu says he loves the look for its originality, but it's the first time he is going to tell her that it wasn't a great night. Bruna says she brought some very well-built jokes, but thinks she didn't find a comfortable comedic place to do it. Greg says it was missing the, what if they made a joke about me? How would I feel? In that tone, would I take this joke? I'll give her look, sadly, a flat and fine. Yeah, same for me. That was the old, no. Audience, 30% sparkle and shine, 70% flat and fine. Well, Survival, if you thought that... 30% sparkle and shine for that look is a lot. It's, it, I, I agree. Well, well, you thought that roast was hot. It's time to make things even spicier. It's time to ask the dreaded question, who should go home and why? Miranda says she thinks that the least able to carry the weight and burden of that title would be Shannon. Interesting 
word choice, but it's important word choice. Shannon says since they have the right to clap back, she thinks it's Miranda. Bettina will also say her niece Shannon, who she loves dearly, but considering her trajectory in the competition. Helena says taking into account only tonight's performance, her friend Organza. And Organza says she thinks Bettina took a while to get to the competition. So we had five very different approaches to the same question, which I love because it's like, oh my God, I'm copying whoever said like I was like for the first time no one is ganging up on one do you think it's because it was this specific five because they all feel like they're equals at this point yeah I feel like if NASA was there oh fully because I remember when I saw the preview and that was the question I was like I want to know who these bitches are going to say now like the, the one that they gang up on it's gone did you expect so much emotion to be present Yes, especially yeah. the way they think about themselves. Because yeah. they think they are rightfully where they're supposed to be. Well, the tension has entered the chat. It is time to unpack that. Bettina is still gagged by the bomb that Greg dropped in them. And she will say the minute she said Shannon's name, she regretted it. She apologizes to her because she did the mental math at the time of who had more pins and who was in the bottom. She says she tried to do the math of the judge's comments and try to give a fair answer. Shannon tells us that she would expect this from anyone but Bettina. So she tells the room that she is sad about what happened, but thinks the, quote, can't carry the burden of a crown is too heavy. She will address Miranda and says everyone who was there, all 12 of them, deserve the burden of the crown. And she will start to get loud and say that for her to get there, she had to fight a lot. Miranda will tell her that she didn't say that she didn't deserve it, as she said she can't bear the burden. Semantics, friends, they are two different phrases. They are, but I feel like when you're there, that's like okay, you can't, like, she can't handle it, but if, if she felt like she's saying you don't deserve it. Yes. Because you can. I get it why she felt that way. I, and, like, with the their nerves and the way, like, how far they have been there confined with each other, that probably is very, yeah. okay. I would feel offended, too. And Shannon does not listen to me. Oh, God. And I was going to say, and especially hearing that from a white queen being a person of color. Like, That's true. Uh, as Shannon does not listen to Miranda, she will point out that this is not the first time she said something and she hears something completely different, saying she did something, she said something she didn't say. Now, in, conf- in confessional, Miranda tells us she doesn't believe she can withstand the burden of the rest of the competition, much less if carrying the title of Brazilian drag superstar right now. The drama is dropping. Now, you had alluded that on the social media, Shannon has said some things, some things were unaired. Um, obviously, we have to assume that this conversation went bigger and deeper. Yes, because she said, let me see if I can find the tweet again, because she said that she, she felt very, not attacked, but like she did not like what Miranda said. She felt offended by it and... That was like that we didn't we didn't set we didn't see what happened behind cam cameras where is the Shannon's part of it. So I like but Miranda hasn't hasn't said anything. So right. we don't know what is happening there. Wait, did she just don't have her ex anymore? What happened? <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, I don't know. Interesting. Because I can't find it, Shannon. And people that tagged her, it's not tagged. What the? Interesting. Well, as we find out if she said anything else, the girls are back, and the winner of the week is Bettina Polaroid. Miranda, Helena are safe, leaving besties or gone, as she's known as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yes. I I do too. I I feel like um, this was a hard challenge for these three in the middle, the bottom three essentially, because they yeah. are not quote comedy queens, and when you already set yourself up for defeat, it's not going to go out. Um, I do think if Miranda had a better look and had a better attitude within the roast, she would have won. Same. I found this. I think she would have won if she didn't sound so aggressive. Like she didn't look so aggressive. I found her her what you call it. I found her thing. Yeah, Twitter. That's not Twitter. <laughs> I found the it. Twitter, not Twitter. Yeah, because she. Where is it now? I it, it. I was just like searching the wrong thing. Yeah, she said she was very shocked by what Miranda said. She loved Miranda's like drag, like the, her art, but she said she was wrong in what she said. That it felt like she was like coming with stones in her head in like a very deep moment. And that the words that she chose for that moment was were not the best words. Yeah. And then she said, What happened behind the cameras? you don't know because you only know what they show you. She said there is no hate uh, towards Miranda, but seeing everything again brought like a lot of triggers to her. And then she said that you should never say that to anyone, like what, what Miranda said. That's fair. Yeah. All right. The song for the lip sync is Festa by Yvette Sangalo. Have you heard this song before? Oh, yeah, that's a very famous song. Oh, my God, Carnival, back when of my teenage years, that was the song. This was a show, bitches. This was fucking incredible. That's it was such a see. fun track with so much life. Shannon gave us the performance. Arganza gave us the fire. I was obsessed with this lip sync. Yeah, that was the best lip sync of the season. Now, you have to remind yourself what these girls are wearing. First, Arganza is going to take off her chain so she can do a cartwheel. But then Shannon will counter in her fucking mirror dress and give us a somersault. The tricks are here. That's heavy. Yes, it is heavy. It hurts. <laughs> this lip sync proved that this show is bigger than we know. For these two, this was two good friends celebrating themselves and Brazilian drag and what it means to be on this program. Yeah, 100%. I will be watching this one on repeat. One of my favorites of the entire year. I love it. It was so good that when they had that moment that they like passed by each other. That was mm -hmm. like awesome. Like even well, and, and I think that was the moment where where I for me it, it was the yeah, this is bigger than drag race. Like this is two friends on a celebrating their life together. It was fucking yeah. amazing. We're gonna get dips and dips and double dips. I'm ready to go to Carnival. Who wants to take me? It is it is I'm not like I was more of a carnival kid when I was younger it gets crazier to grow up but like, oh, i can imagine it's a fun time now greg will tell shannon that she stays so it's over for agonza wrong not a fucking chance this is double save do you agree i did i was like here with my friends like oh my god they have to keep both of them like no like because none of us want anyone <laughs> to go so like i hope 
I'm happy they kept both of them. I agree. I, I'm so happy. So happy. I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Yes. What is this double saves legacy? When it comes to double saves in the history of Drag Race, do you put it high, middle, low? Uh, If it's a damn ass good lip sync, I put it high. It's high for me. Like some I will put it high. I mean, it, for me, it's not shut up and drive level. Uh, but it's definitely in the top it tier. Is, it was like it was deserved. I've seen some double chantes that like you just want this fucking queen to stay here because this yeah. fucking second doesn't deserve to be like that was high for me. It was worth it. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? It it's gonna be Bettina because Miranda's energy and attitude. Yeah, I kept going back and forth and be like, no, Miranda had a good episode. She had a good moment in the workroom. But then I was like, no, the the everything got overshadowed by her attitude. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be Bettina. All right. So it's a makeover challenge next. Five queens, but only four makeup subjects. How's this going to work? Is it possible someone was supposed to go home this week? I If they have four subjects and five queens, 100%. I don't think they were expecting that lip sync to happen again long time listeners of this podcast know i've always said like certain lip sync results are results because of the next challenge this one time they said fuck that we're gonna keep you both and we're gonna fucking figure out how to make it work exactly i 100 percent agree i don't think they were expecting i wish they that greg was told well if you're gonna keep them both you have to be the makeover subject that would be oh my god can you imagine she hosts my prediction is either it's going to be like a crew member or something or they're going to bring someone back just to be the she subject be, oh, could you I imagine want, if it's naza i was about to say i want to see they bring back NASA. that's what i want that would be fucking amazing okay you alluded to this earlier i want to hear your opinion after nine episodes the winner of the season is so I don't have a winner anymore. I would not be mad if Shannon win, though, because I feel like okay. she has a lot of charisma. I like her. But Elena, I, Elena was my, my winner, but her attitudes lately kind of put me down with her, let's say like this. the I wouldn't be mad if Bettina won, and that is the theory. That is the fan theory. She, in the whole drag race, like history from all of them she's the one queen that has the best um that improvement throughout sure. because she starts on the bottom then she's safe safe and then she starts getting her win so her like her chart literally starts here and she's on the rise it could be possible it definitely could be possible um i i feel like Organza is the right winner just based on their art and drag. But I, I I think with the way that Helena and Organza and now Miranda and their attitude within the show, it's hard to want to see them win unless something happens in the next couple episodes where they do redeem themselves. That is exactly my feeling. That is exactly like, I don't want a winner that acts like this. It's very childish, but again, I know where it's coming from. It's the passion yeah. and the drive, and that is where, especially Organza alluded to earlier without saying it, the fight she has for to be on this show was not the same as Naza's because Naza is a 22-year-old who has not gone through the things that she has gone through to yeah. be in this position. And I get that. 
but you have to be able to articulate that in a way where it's not mean-spirited and condemning someone else's art exactly but we'll see we we will see there's still there's still more episodes to go so we'll find out excited all right where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug so no projects yet (laughs) well hopefully next week like next week no next year i'll be able to twirl in my heels again but you can find me on instagram at nasty underscore queens with an s and then on Vemo and cash app without the s (laughs) there it is well thank you so much for being here it was a blast thank you it was a pleasure i love it i always love it